Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hi, you guys. We're back. It is 902-1OMG. With us three fabulous ladies. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year. Uh, my Happy co-host and bestie, you sound a little sexy. Why does your voice <laughs> sound a little sexy? Oh, I got the vid. <laughs> oh, Ooh, I hear everyone's doing it. I know. Oh, no. I thing. shouldn't laugh. That's the no, thing I to do. Laugh. No, I got it. I got it. I wanted to be like you and I got it. Oh. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to admit something that you're going to be like, oh, to TMI. So when girlfriends are close, their cycles sync up. <laughs> and that's always happened to us. And now our vids have psych, psych, like synced up. So yeah. twice, we almost made it twice in one year. So I had it twice in one year. You had it almost twice in one year because you got oh. it right in I got early it, like, January. Yeah, January last year. And then I got it again January this year. But oh. last year, we got it back to back. And this year, we got it back to back. That's crazy. Just once again, proving to you guys that even though things change in life, <laughs> like we have, you know, pandemic, epidemic, tridemic, what do we have right now? Besties still sync up. Oh, my God. Ke- Kelly and Donna Lucky for me. life. Lucky us. Okay, so here's the thing, though. I, I've been in bed since Monday, like, you know, in my banished to my bedroom. Where, because my other, nobody else in my family got it, thank God. Oh, the craziest thing is I had an 80th birthday party for my mom <gasps> on Sunday, January 1st. And on the on that night, I started to not feel well. And then the next <sighs> morning, I tested positive. She did not And I was so thank freaked God out Mimi that didn't I get gave it. it to Mimi, but I didn't give it to Mimi. Oh, oh thank God. God. All the wood. And uh, yeah, I don't think anybody else got it, which is insane. But so I, weird. I, I've been, you know, I tested because I want to leave my room and I want to see my daughter who's home, my Lola, she's home from, from college and I wanted to spend time with her. 
and I haven't been able to. So here's my latest. I'm so episode. nervous. I'm so nervous. Ready, drum roll. Oh Let's my God. See. Yes. Okay, ready? Oh. I'm going to show you guys. I'm so nervous. <sighs> what does it say? Oh, mama, you're still positive. God damn. But they say you can test positive for up to. Are you sure? Jeez, aim. I thought you were coming with that one. I don't well, know. Well, I, what I was Longer thinking about than- is. What I was thinking is you can go from positive to negative. Like you might be negative tomorrow or even tonight. Just do it again. I keep saying. How many? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's Friday. So we're taping this on Friday, guys. So that's five days. I think you might have a couple more days. Oh, my God. I can't take it. I can't. can't. I'm losing my mind. I'm busting out today. Okay. But we're going to look at the silver lining here. And (laughs) I was really proud of you because you posted this on, on Instagram some days ago, and that you have decided in 2023 to slow down because she does. She does everything for everyone, moves at lightning pace. Um, And this, you were saying maybe this was a sign that it was going to, some. your body was telling you to slow itself down. I guess so. Yeah. That yeah. was my, my word for the year. Slow down. My two words, I guess. So because we've both been sick, I got to say, you guys, uh, my... My New Year's wish came true. You well, got highlights. <laughs> you look so pretty. Oh, my God. I got my hair. I know you don't feel great right now, but you look really pretty, and you're giving me total you Kelly vibes from this episode. So good. I agree. With no bangs and, like, it the hair back. Kelly. And the John <laughs> Sears so scene. Funny. I Tori, you're so here. right. That's crazy. Yes, no, you told me that um, basically I looked ugly with brown what? hair. And I so cannot believe you I twist felt... things like that. Did I say that? <laughs> no, what did you say? I don't even remember, but you were like, you are a blonde or something like that. Face it, you're you a blonde. Are, you are a blonde. But I was Listen, still, I was a blonde it's one thing, a month we've, ago. We've all been through a lot of therapy. We know how to phrase things to people without trying to make them feel bad. I did not say you looked ugly. That's what your brain My heard. My brain heard that, yeah. You're one of the most beautiful people I, got I know. It, I got it lightened just for you. I said you're a blonde at heart. I guess I am, but I I don't care. Like I just <laughs> I don't really care. So when my hair like it grows out, I start to become like a brunette, and I like it. And but other people around me, I guess, don't love it as much. So it's not that I don't like it. I thought you look good. I just love you. Okay, we this is a hair issue we've been dealing with for thirty <laughs> years. True. She always gets mad when I'm like, I like your hair longer, and then she has her hair short, and then she's like, Okay, it was better longer. Well, Whatever. and not to, it's like the one thing I can ever get right. Not to be kiss assy, how they always say I'm kiss assy. They guys, say you're kiss assy. Yeah. Oh, you're so you just kiss assy. Isn't it? Wouldn't be ass I think kissy. She tells ass kissy. Whatever. Yeah. But Tori, you posted a, fo- a family photo with a crop top, and you looked super hot. <sighs> Okay, thank you, thank you. How about what was that again? One, I can't remember. That was, was my from. one night out, but really it was in because we just transported our sick family to a hotel. We weren't sick or contagious by the time we went to a hotel, but um, we went to Park Caviar and it was so good, oh, but we yeah. stayed in. We didn't go outside. So, but I did want to judge myself up because I feel like I've been in literally this sweat outfit. So I'm back to the sweat outfit and I'm going <laughs> to wear it all of 2023. So, Jen, if you get sick of it, this is what I'm wearing unless I go out for that green sweatshirt. And it has green pants. Matching. Oh, great. <laughs> Matching yeah, pants. Yeah. You're like got the Grinch. Got a Beverly Hills vibe. <laughs> I am, but I'm like the opposite of the Grinch. No, I'm our favorite color. Green. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, 
but my I don't want to change is, the subject. So, well, you know, I always admit it. Like I did put like a filter on my face because I succumbed to all the pressures on Instagram. I did not Photoshop anything or even smooth on my stomach. We look great. That's all real. Nice. Okay. You guys, tell me about this episode because I liked it. It's a favorite. Yeah. Is it? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. You didn't like it? I liked it. It was, it was, you know, I liked it. I don't know. Maybe I have a theory on why. (laughs) I had a theory on why I liked it. I would love your input. Because everything was really about the one Mm -hmm. storyline. Everybody's mini stories were still focused back on the main storyline. And I think for me, I was like, I love that. Yeah. It didn't feel like, why is that happening? It was Mm -hmm. like, even though everyone had their own angles and different things, it seemed really like centered. I feel you. I feel you. I feel the same way. I I love it when the episode, everything's tied together and you're not all scattered everywhere with everybody else's storylines because it sort of diminishes it. I agree. And maybe that's why often I tell you guys like, oh, I'm bored because no offense to anyone. Maybe if it's a storyline I'm not as invested in, I kind of like zone out, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) But because everybody's storyline was about this one thing Mm -hmm. and came together, I loved every second of it. I'm so glad. I'm I'm very happy that we're, we're all, I liked it. I did not like it. There wasn't, I, I just, I'm not doing backflips over anything right now. So, but I really did Grant. like it. And I thought everybody did such a great job. We are talking about season four, episode 11, Take Back the Night, aired November 17th, 1993. Synopsis, Take Back the Night Week raises some tough questions amongst the group. Laura is about to make a huge accusation against Steve Sanders. John Sears finally shows his true colors and apparently mm. he likes pie. Celeste gets her heart broken and Brandon gets blackmailed. Directed by James Whitmore Jr., written by Chip Johansson. Can I be controversial right from the start? <laughs> Please. Okay, so I've been waiting to say Give us this. a water cooler moment. Click okay, face. so Tracy Middendorf plays Laura, mm-hmm. and she was, like, around. Like, I think she was maybe on Days of Our Lives at some point. I don't yeah, – was she yeah. – she was on, like, she different did. shows. She was the second Carrie Brady on Days of Our Lives. Yeah. She was always in different things, right? But I think this was the first time I ever saw her. I, I feel bad for saying this, but for her entire career, every time I always saw her, I found her annoying. And I literally think it's because of this. This character? Because Laura, God bless her, is annoying. She is. So she I am wondering is. if for that girl's entire career, every time she would pop up, I'd be like, no. Like, I never liked her as the other Carrie not because I don't like Tracy Middendorf, or she's not a good actress, but I think it was because always Laura. I was like, WTF, Laura? Like, I get it. It's messy. But like, whoa. Yeah. So when, when Kelly started- she's not going to come on this show. <laughs> <We're> not- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we sealed that deal. It's okay. I wanted to ask her about Days of Our Lives. Sorry, go ahead, Jen. When I got when I saw that Kelly was getting all twisted up with Laura, I was like, "No, don't yeah. get involved. She's going to bring you into a crazy world." But I did like you guys together. I liked the scene. Well, it's so weird. Um, when I saw them together, I remember that character as the cuckoo uh, date rape girl. No, nope, <laughs> nope. Way down the road, nope. I could see how you would think that, though, because she does, like, 
look like she could want to be a wannabe Kelly. I could see that. Yeah, there were times mm-hmm. when I was like, hey, is that Ke-? No, that's not Kelly. That's whatever her name was, Laura. In fact, off show, we had this conversation like, how do we know her? How do we know her? And we were like, did she play like a, your sister in something? Like she could be. Yeah. Kelly She S. worked a lot like mm-hmm. back yeah. then and up until, you know, whenever. She was, she's a great actress, but it, yeah. her character was. And I feel bad not liking her because. Okay, she did her job well. You yeah. She, to- you feel sympathy for her because she obviously was crushing so hard on Steve. I also liked how they did the two versions. Her mm-hmm. flashback. I mean, it's the whole episode. You liked that? Yeah, mm-hmm. because ah! I wasn't there. I hated it. What didn't you like about it? I did it? like I seeing boobies. Like I was like, oh, <laughs> like I'm showing her bra and her mm-hmm. boobies. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a lot for Dino Sawano. And it was all black and white, which I liked, but it made it seem just so much more boobyish. I don't know. After everything they talk about <laughs> for that time period, the bra and <laughs> was too much for you. It was, oh my God. and then just like when in her version, when she, it's like a. a you know, not a happy situation. Right. When, when I don't like, see, I didn't like seeing Steve act as if he was doing it and, you yeah, know, being yeah, aggressive yeah, yeah, with yeah, her and like yeah. hit the, him when he threw her down on the bed, he was like, that sound. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Because he doesn't get a full hall pass. He's still a jerk. Uh, yeah. I wanted to feel yeah. bad for him, but I couldn't because he's a cheater. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Okay, God, I have so many questions. First okay. of all, when you watched it and you saw both versions, did you immediately know, of course, Steve's version is the real version, the truth? Or do you think the truth was somewhere a little bit more in the middle? The middle. You think in the middle? You think a little more skew. I think it's definitely, he was telling the right version, but I think when, you know, machismo, like, like I know... I don't know. I, I think a man's version is probably a little skewed more like ego. There's yeah. it's ego based. But I, I didn't feel like there was a, a middle situation at all because we we know Steve really well. And he's yeah, a, such yeah, a kind hearted yeah. person and he's so tender and, he, you know, he values that like that that the act of like loving, you know, like he's so that way. And I just... She does her character. We don't know her. We don't trust right. her. We don't feel for her. And she comes in and she just wants a kid guy. And she's just so, mm-hmm. you know, that's her MO. And I just felt like I didn't see him having a part in it at all other than just, you know, thinking with his, you know what. Yeah. And getting caught I up in the moment of it. I actually think they really pushed it to have him sleep with her because I don't think the Steve that the real Steve would have. I get it's a show and whatever. I'm I not don't sure. Either. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he would have. Steve would have He was not that. into her. He loves Celeste. Mm-hmm. He didn't want any part of this. Like when I, it comes I, right I, down to it, like he was flirty with the New York girl and he's always Googling right, and right. goggling over Kelly. But, he, but they had a past there was, too. Yeah, but there was – there's that part of Steve that he would he wouldn't take it all the way. I don't think. Yeah, I just don't believe that. Sorry, sorry, you guys. It's just a young guy, first year of college. I just think, 
I don't know. Things happen. I don't think you're always a bad guy, but I think men, especially young guys, mm-hmm. like you said, too. Jen, yeah. they think with their other head and it. Ew. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. They think with their pee pee. What do you want to hear? <laughs> that, <or> thanks. <laughs> I think oh, it's an interesting man. question because he was not into her. He really didn't want to go on the date. He was doing it as a brother. I feel like he would have just been like, great night. See ya. Never. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't buy it. It didn't track with me that he actually would have slept with her. Maybe if it was. But he did. Maybe if it was Kelly, but. But he did. I felt so bad, though, when when it was breakup time for Celeste. Like, she was so sweet mm. and cute in that scene in in the peach pit when they were breaking up. And uh, my heart just broke for her. Wait, is that it for them? Amy, you know. Is she, is she back? That's it. No, I think she comes back because okay. I don't want to say We haven't it. had her on our show yet, and I love her. We love yeah, her. There's mm-hmm. more. I actually didn't love her performance. I think I wrote down Jennifer Grant is doing bad acting. Wait, what wait. the hell do I know? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, I guess she won't come on our show either. Good job. You know Thanks, Amy. But I, I did she feel was great. horrible for I her. felt her feelings. I felt her sadness in that moment. And I felt she did a great job. But what do I know? A lot. <laughs> that okay. being said. But she does have great hair always. So you know what? Yeah, she's. And she's great in the rest of the episode. I just thought maybe that was a little hard. That was a hard scene. But the whole episode is really good like what did you think it it felt very contemporary i don't know if that's like quite the right word because when you say contemporary it's like no it really did even the dialogue except uh Mm, mm. brandon calling (laughs) brenda a chick like but other there's a couple piggy moments yeah yeah (laughs) but uh yeah you know yeah it did it did Okay, so I let's go back to the beginning. So okay. we we immediately know that this is going to be sort of the take back the night episode, stop violence against women. And we we get into that really quickly. It's take back the night week and we see Lucinda lecturing. So it's like Lucinda is not going anywhere. So she's around. Yeah. And we know that Brandon's got to go there for dinner. So then the other thing I thought, okay, so we go to the keg house and they're really I'm not sure brothers in a fraternity would be doing what they're doing to Steve. Like, Laura's calling. Here's the phone. You know, like, I feel like. We can only defer to you on this because we don't know. Yeah. We, we I don't weren't think, in college. I think if a bunch of dudes are in the fraternity together and one guy's like, you know, this girl likes me. I'm not into her. I don't think they're going to go the opposite. They would have sort of been like, we get it, bro. You know, really? I've, yeah, sorry, I don't, here's me piping in and I never went to college. I feel like men would be like, what you, what's wrong with you? She's hot. Just go with her. Like, I don't know. Night, I mean, like, I feel so like that voice, first of all, like her it's really oh, frat guy voice. Pretty good. Fraternity boys are pretty respectful of like the dude oh. with the girlfriend. That what? has never matched up for me. Oh, I mean, really? all the, yeah. I mean, yeah. And they're also super protective of each other. They just right. would not be like throwing, throwing one him. under the bus mm-hmm. and like when trying to When young men them. in general like stand up for the girlfriend, they're always like, you're young, like live your life, go with the girl. Really? 
It's not my experience. Yeah, like all huh. the dude, the dude had a girlfriend. No, they would never try to like. And especially if the girlfriend was at the same school. Maybe if the girlfriend was like long distance, they might be like, come on, bro, have fun with us, you know, whatever. But if the girlfriend's at the same school, it was not my experience, but like, what do I want? Huh. I guess not the guys we were around at that time. They didn't. <laughs> what? Fraternity boys get a bad rap on. No, I'm just television. talking about men in general when they're young and horny. And right. Just like-, like, I think the one thing about this episode that was a little bit maybe uh, dated mm-hmm. was how it was so. This happens to women and only women, and this is what men do where it is not quite like that. And I well, actually Andrea thought was, Andrea. Yeah, yeah. Andrea was sort of taking the other perspective a little bit. I felt like, wait, whoa. And that, I don't know. I didn't know what was she was. I didn't know what she was doing in that moment when she piped up. I felt like she was really being strong. Was she defending guys in that situation? Or was she just saying, look, there's two sides to the coin? I think she wants women to take responsibility, too, if okay. there was a case where, like a Laura. Mm-hmm. I think she was sort of almost foreshadowing that in that, look, if you want to pursue a man, and you you can, this doesn't just have to be about, like, the man has to be the pursuer, but you also have to take ownership of that, and you, you can't later then say, do you oh, know what I mean? Like, yeah. Laura... Was the Which initiator? Kelly had, I mean, one of my favorite scene in it, actually. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead, Jen. But, <laughs> but uh, I didn't say, you know, I didn't say no, but I didn't, no, I didn't say yes, mm. but I didn't say no. Mm-hmm. Which is Andre's point, probably. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the compliance, the crux, because mm-hmm. yeah, that's the thing. It, it's a fine line, and yeah, it's hard to decide which, you know, which camp you want to be with in that you know i yeah i think maybe the 2023 version is you also are allowed to say yes without feeling bad about yourself i think that's something that is now do you know what i'm saying like i think the real version with laura is that she really wanted to sleep with steve probably for the wrong reasons because she thought it was going to get her the boyfriend but she, I believe she was the aggressor. She's been calling him. She's really pursuing him. And she doesn't have to Agreed. necessarily feel shame about that. But she can't then flip the script on him. Mm. Right. Did she feel shame that. or was she pissed? And so she did that. Maybe she was just That's embarrassed. That, yeah. yeah, maybe she was embarrassed that he didn't reciprocate her feelings about it. Or, or when she said, embarrassed she, her, like, I'm going to take him down because I wanted him. He didn't reciprocate yeah. his feelings. So F him. I'm going, I'm going to go for it. And he had a girlfriend, which is kind of a D move. So let me ask you guys this. Doesn't Laura also say <clears throat> she didn't say yes, but she didn't say no. Does she repeat that line? She does. I think for so. me, that didn't track because she mm-hmm. did say, she said yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's saying she said no. But who knows? Because none of us were in the room. Right. We only have the two flashbacks to go go off of. Right. The takeaway for me was that Steve's version was the more accurate version Mm -hmm. where she was the pursuer. She was the one who was really signifying yes. Agreed. Yeah. Her quote was, I didn't say yes, but I never said no. 
But I think she did say yes, but that's debatable and everyone could have their own perspective because she really was She didn't say him- yes, but she... But she said yes. Right. <laughs> as as moms, do, have you guys ever seen <laughs> with these... Those bra- with that bra and boobies. <laughs> oh I'm just kidding. She said yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, we know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics. C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com. Promo code 90210books.com. Promo code 90210. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hey, I'm Lance Bass, host of the new iHeart podcast, Frosted Tips with Lance Bass. The hardest thing can be knowing who to turn to when questions arise or times get tough or you're at the end of the road. Ah, uh, okay. I see what you're doing. Do you ever think to yourself, what advice would Lance Bass and my favorite boy bands give me in this situation? If you do, you've come to the right place because I'm here to help. This I promise you. Oh, God. Seriously, I swear. And you won't have to send an SOS because I'll be there for you. Oh, man. And so my husband, Michael. Um, hey, that's me. Yep, we know that, Michael. And a different hot, sexy teen crush boy bander each week to guide you through life step by step. Oh, not another one. Mm -hmm. Kids, relationships, life in general can get messy. You may be thinking, this is the story of my life. Oh, just stop now. If so, tell everybody, yeah, everybody about my new podcast and make sure to listen so we'll never ever have to say bye-bye-bye. Listen to Frosted Tips with Lance Bass on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you guys seen your kids that have these apps or whatever, or these papers that they want, like, almost like you press a button on an app to say yes? Do, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Oh. I'm sorry? Is there, I need the app that okay. says a button that says no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Same. I mean, they're not there yet, but I could I be that. wrong because I don't have teenagers, but I'm pretty sure my mom friends have said like they really teach now that it's you must say yes. Right. Like that the boys are supposed to say like, is this okay? Hey, Jenny, is it okay if I kiss you? Yes. And then is it okay if I touch your boobs or whatever? I mean, that's what they uh, teach and that's what we see, but I don't know if that's actually happening out there in the field. <laughs> right. IRL. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely. And I thought there was some app that, like, you both press an app. I don't know. I never. Tori, have you seen any of this? Why couldn't they just I say not- it in real to each other? Why do they have to push an Ryan. app? Right. My kids are so naive. I'm grateful for that. Like, my 14 and 15 year old, like, whew, thank good, goodness. Though. Not there yet. And I'm okay with that. But that's good. So you're saying they press something instead of saying it if they're embarrassed, they're just like, I think Jenny's right in that no the one does it. The app is called it. Consent. The Consent. Yeah. I don't um, think anyone uses it. I don't know the app's getting I'm going to download it and use it tonight. What are you, nuts? <laughs> Wait, I'm seriously looking it up on the App Store right now. <laughs> the Consent. What did you think about that Nat loved Laura? I was like, oh, God. Oh, Sexy no. time she was just a few check boxes away. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that takes the mood out. Like that kills the mood. That's so 2023. I'm that everything's quick consent. Is that it? No. Phone. I don't see it. The consent. It's Look not up. coming up. Really? Mm-mm. I'm gonna pull out my trusty phone here. I'm I'm pretty. Uh, sorry, Amy. What were you saying? That you know one nah. of the things about Laura is she really was. Um, I don't know doing the psycho girl thing where she's you know she's befriending andrea she's befriending mm, trying to Kelly. like get she's in there she's charming the you know sharp charming nat and that you know he really was like pleasure was mine sweetheart you know like she's really worming her way into steve's yeah. world i just remember back in the 90s being so uncomfortable with laura everything about her yeah. made me uncomfortable yeah it me too Mm-hmm. 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 Agreed. Well, but now because she's younger and we're older at the time, we're not like as threatened by not threatened. Yeah, she's but not at so. First, yeah, like, it was that's like, right, Tori. That's such Ooh, a great point. Creepy. 
I do see her differently now. She's not quite so, ugh. It's sort of you feel sorry for her. Now I just feel sorry for mm-hmm. her. Yeah. It's really changed. Because looking at the her then, she could be our do- all of our daughters. I'm you telling guys- it. No, you go, Jenny. How did you guys feel? I just want to switch. I'm tired of this mm-hmm. storyline. Okay. <laughs> what? How did you guys feel? Okay. Then we had the Lucinda Brandon thing. Yeah. Deshaun. Oh, Lucinda Brandon. Deshaun knows what's up. One meal and this guy, you know, he's sitting down. He's like, mm? he could, you yeah. could see that he realizes what's happening. Yeah. And then he call, mm-hmm. calls it up and uses it to his advantage because he's smart. Um, But it's so cringy. Like she's doing all that right in front of her husband. And, well, and she's the opposite. She is the aggressor. To Definitely. an inappropriate point, she wants so to take back the night she, in a different way. <laughs> so she's yes. the she's the adult version of Laura in this. The, the yes, a little slicker yeah. and just mm-hmm. put together, so no one would suspect it. She's you know. It's I think the writers were quite intentional with that storyline. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Smart. I don't like Lucinda at all. Like that character. She's a saucy lady who owns her power, but her power is being abused. Abuses it. Yeah. Abuses her power, her femininity, her her and her stature. Like I don't I don't like her character. Okay, so it's interesting because we're talking about then and now. So then I was all like, this Lucinda is awful. And I was so like, I don't know, I didn't like her. And I'm not talking about you know, Dina, like I, it was the character mm-hmm. of Lucinda. Yeah. yeah. But now I look at it and there was something that I'm like, ooh, not that I want to be that person, but I was like, like, I wish I had yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, a yeah. bit of that confidence and power. I and totally get I what you're it. saying. She's sexy and powerful and strong and strong. unintimidated, yeah. but she's also a, a married dick. woman. And this Brandon has told her no. And Brandon has been very righteous and doing the right thing all through. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Oh, we just said oh my god same about. Oh my god. If he, if Brandon gives in and this storyline goes in the direction where they do get together, I'm going to be so upset. That doesn't happen, does it? Oh my god. Do you know when a dream just hits you? Sorry, getting back to your question one second. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Do you know when you just realized your dream because you're talking about something? What? I think because I watched the episode last night. Did you dream of Jason Priestley? Stop it. Oh. Dirty? No. A dirty one or just a regular one? Oh, those eyes. <laughs> it oh. was, you had a sex dream about JP. I didn't say sex. A dirty oh. one. What's you, Was he in the mud? What? I don't understand. What What oh are you doing? Oh, my God. I love it. Something we won't be showing. Tori, this happens listen to, to me us. with Ian all the time. Doing the that. weirdest part is... Oh my God. We were in a hotel room, but we were not alone. Oh, and no. we were with Jen Earmuffs. I'm not earmuffing. I'm la, 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 la. Tiffany. And oh, oh, I don't care. I'm messing with you. I just like to play into the press. It's non existent, <laughs> but what the press says, we yeah, like to make poke fun of what the press like heightens and is not true. Um, but she wasn't Tiffany. She was the Lucinda character. And she no. had the hair. Yeah. And I was I like, cannot I like your new hairstyle. This, this dream happened last night. Yes. 
Wow. And so the Jason character, who was probably Brandon in my dream, was like, uh, let's go. Uh, like, hey, you want to hook up? But basically, it wasn't Brand. It was Brandon. It wasn't Jason. Oh, he wasn't God. gross. Like, hey, you want to hook up? I'm just doing a dude gross voice. Um, and I was like, uh, she's right here. And she was like, you guys, I ordered breakfast in bed, but it was night. And I was like, and I was like, well, what'd you get? And you just ate all the mashed potatoes. So now I have nothing to eat. <laughs> you were and just I was hungry. Like, to him, like That's it. I was so hungry. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I didn't eat last night in my Ambien. That's why. Okay. So, and I was like, what are you talking about? She's right here. And he's like, okay, do you want to go in the bathroom? And I was like, oh my nervous. God. So I was oh like, my God. okay, I guess, but I don't really want to do this. Like, and then nothing happened. I woke up. Oh man. You had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. It's a bad ending, but, but good story. That happens to me with Ian all the time. I'm just going to admit it. Like every time I watch the show, I know I have like, he gets in my dream. Not every time, but like, you know, it, it's I don't like know. The only thing I, my takeaway is I just want mashed potatoes now. Okay, so oh okay. <laughs> that makes me think though of um, this. You know, the opening credits when Luke he either whispers in your ear, Tori. I know we've talked about it before. He kisses you. It's so cute. I noticed it when I watched this particular episode. But anyway, mm. wonder what he was so, saying. Okay. Lucinda, let's go back on her. Lucinda, her. yes. She's sort of. Uh, yeah, like she's, she needs to dial it back. And Brandon can, says to the, to the husband, the teacher, whatever his name is, he said, he says right next to him, Lucinda's a player. All right. Like it's so heavy handed that this, mm -hmm. is this guy in on it or. Oh my God. Remember when she's like, have you ever done it on a kitchen table? Like it's so. Uh, I, it's I think they're a. Uh unique modernized i don't know what the word is not swingers because i don't think he like want to be a part of it relationship like something yeah, about it so maybe he's the guy that couldn't get that girl and she's like we're together but she's like i want to do this and he kind of gets needs. off maybe in some weird way Ew, kind of a what? wink wink i don't know Tori, I, I think does he might, turn out no to be a nice i think guy? you might be on to something I don't or he mm -hmm. married this woman who's so all about this that maybe they do have an arrangement now that would be interesting and fun storyline to watch, but <laughs> right, and I'm hoping that was that very this ahead happen. of its time. But yeah, exactly. <clears throat> this whole episode is sort of ahead of its time. It really is. Were you guys happy now, to see um, Dylan and Brenda together? Like it's from the get go in the beginning in the hallway. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. I liked them together. No, it bothered me. Do you know what oh, I really? love though? When they're walking down the hallway and they're talking about their class and they're talking about their poetry thing and. Luke does that impression of the the professor. He's he talks like this or something. I don't know. I can't do it. But I can remember Luke always making that, doing that same accent, just making me laugh oh so hard. They totally improvised. Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a weirdo. Things. I really don't. I don't want to be a weirdo. <laughs> really? We don't want you to be was, either. There was sort of a wedding dress part two moment in this episode. Did you guys notice that? And the oh, at the end. Fresh. You're talking about the end. I can't remember where it was in the episode, but I'm like, oh, it was at the very end. Really I, you know, I saw it because it really bothers me <laughs> personally. <laughs> I don't Why? ever Were there nipples? want to see nips on TV. Okay. Not her nips, not my nips, not anybody's nips. I'm not mad at it because it didn't, she but I was just like, this is getting to nips. be a pattern. What was going on? <gasps> I don't like it. Um, you know, and that reminded me that you brought that up. That reminded me. This is another, like one of those like realizations of, about the the environment in which 
we grew up in, Tori, me and you and um, those girls of us on the show, Mm -hmm. the environment that we grew up in that wasn't very uh, PC, let's just say. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I remember the cameraman, I remember Jason always saying, or Luke always saying to the, to the camera operator, what, where's the frame? What's the frame? What's the shot? And the, the, the guy behind the camera would say, it's two T's. It's two T's. And I was always like, what's that mean? Two T's. But now I know it's, that's their way of saying it's right at her tits. Two turntables and a microphone. (laughs) Where it's at. Tune in Tokyo. There was so many little references. We didn't know better. (laughs) Yeah. And we would just laugh and go along with it. But now it was normal. And then as we grew up, when men didn't do that because they respected us, we were like, what? Wait, what? What's wrong with us? Yeah. Have you ever heard a camera person say that ever again? Two T's. Maybe that's like an expression. Maybe they say that for men too. I don't know, but. That in that moment of seeing the nips in the end of the episode okay. again, I was like, Ugh, two T's. It's two T's right there. Yeah, my gut would be it wasn't a good feeling if you remembered it Mm-mm. so clearly. Mm-mm. I don't think you, I don't no, think you right? liked it. Yeah, no. Well, speaking of pigs, should we talk about John Sears? Yeah. Ew, love he to. sucks. I, I literally wrote he's did not want to see Kelly and John Sears macking it down. I did not want to hear the little squeals you made when you were saying, like, mm, you weren't ready. You were like, mm, it, it was not good. It was cringe-worthy. Um, I didn't get but cringy. You hot. I loved your hair. Yeah. Your Nothing hair about in that it was scene was cringy. my favorite. He's an ass. Which makes his characters really good. Yeah, like, yeah. No, he he's a good actor, too. Because I completely forget Paul Johansson. Completely. And am fully John Sears. Like, I, I'm i not, like, thinking about him. He's too good at it, though. Like, <laughs> I think that was always my thing with, with um, Paul Johansson when we were working together. I couldn't keep the two separate. Oh, like, separate. I, oh, I was like, this guy is John Sears to me. Oh, wow. I wonder wow. if that's... Yeah. yeah, I mean that makes sense because yeah. it's, it is very seamless. Like, and I it, couldn't, I, yeah, I couldn't like off camera. I couldn't be cool yeah. with him. I couldn't like him. I couldn't be nice to him because I felt so icky around him. Character because of the character. Thing I think that's interesting too is I never find myself going like that's a dude from One Tree Hill when I'm watching this. I am very honed in on him being John Sears. Yeah, well that that works for me because I never saw One Tree Hill in my life. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I mean, he's gross. What do you think that she went to Dylan? Why'd you do that? Why did she go running to Dylan? I liked it, but. Because he's her safe place. Yeah, and he was very safe. He's like, as long as you're okay. He wasn't like the heartbroken ex-boyfriend. He was really the loyal friend and confidant. Like, I really was like, huh. Wow. And he was pissed. He was. He didn't he want to punch him out. But in theory, I do feel like she wouldn't have gone to. I don't know. I don't think that's something you do with your ex. Like you might. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Like, it's like, yeah. Who knows? I think people would. I There's guess if there wasn't a lot going on with Steve in this episode, would you have gone to him? Like, who would you? 
And they're so undone, meaning they're, they're not finished, Kelly and Dylan, that it's no, like, it's you so would clear. go back there. It's all a little, that's a little bit twisted on that part. But, but what the, do you think about him? The payoff. Then, I mean, yeah. the payoff the at the end so worth it with the pie. The pie in the oh face was God. good, but I'm not, I kind of wanted to see him knock him out. He was gonna, man. He hit him in the face hard with that pie. Like, you know, that had to hurt. I actually liked the scene where he confronts him and says, like, you know. Stay away from her. She decides you make her sick. And I like the whole scene was like, what's your problem, McKay? Like, I liked that where mm-hmm. he was like, dude, you're. We've a- said this before of other ep- another episode. Like, they're them together are great. Yeah. Like, they bring e- the most out of each other. Like, they both have brought it. Like, Brandon brought yeah. it in this episode, too. Yeah. Sorry, I know I'm switching, but. Um. Yeah, to, he, he got heated at the end there too. To Deshaun. Yeah, <laughs> and he was. Deshaun. He's. Br- Wanted to say Chris. Brandon's great with his steadiness of doing the right thing. Like mm-hmm. he's like, I am not going to. Gar- he yelled. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sleep with this married woman. I'm not taking your test for you. I am not. You can you're you can blackmail me all you want. I yeah. Thought- it's Jason was great in that episode. Yeah. And not just yeah. because I had a sex dream about him last night. Like, I thought he was great in that episode. I thought everyone was great in this episode. I really did, too. That's why I really liked it, I think. Hi, I'm Christine Taylor. And I'm David Lasher. Uh, David and I starred in a little show in the 90s called Hey Dude. And now we're teaming up once again as the hosts of a new iHeart podcast, Hey Dude, the 90s Called. Do you remember the Motorola flip phone? Do you remember going to Blockbuster? Do you remember Nintendo 64? Do you remember getting frosted tips? Was that a cereal? No, it was hair. Do you remember AOL Instant Messenger and the dial-up sound like Poltergeist? Do you remember when we dated? Okay, save that for the podcast. (laughs) We're going to use Hey Dude as our jumping off point, but we are going to unpack and dive back into the decade of the 90s. We lived it, and now we're calling on all of our friends to come back and relive it. Each episode will rival the feeling of taking out the cartridge from your Game Boy, blowing on it, and popping it back in as we take you back to the 90s. So, listen to Hey Dude, the 90s called on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Is there ever really a way to thank your mom for everything she does? My mom is my best friend, my rock. I have learned so much from her through the years. Her wisdom has helped shape me and I love celebrating her, especially on Mother's Day. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. And since she deserves the best, send her the best there is. When it comes to flowers, send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. I love that Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm. So they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano, you guys. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick the delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to your mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code 90210 for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code 90210, books.com, promo code 90210. 
Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories, a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, I'm Holland Roden, and I am the host of a new podcast called Hallerback Now. The moon is full on Beacon Hills, and the wolves are coming out again. You know me as Lydia Martin from Teen Wolf. And on this podcast, we will rewatch every episode from the beginning. So join me and my favorite Teen Wolf stars and friends as we reunite the cast, the crew, and the heroes and the villains. We'll be sharing every gory detail with you. Because as if 100 episodes wasn't enough, I am bringing you all the behind the scenes. There's going to be so much more from each episode. Nothing is off limits. And, oh, that's right. We'll be talking about Teen Wolf, the movie. I cannot wait. The wolves are howling once again. What can I say? So, Howler Back Now. And join us each week. Listen to Howler Back Now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, tell me your favorite lines from the episode. Oh my God, I have so much more to talk about. Is it time Sorry, to go? Sorry, your time is up, Amy. Wait, can I give th- really fast? Hurry, but you have to say it. It's, it's Leslie Sumner. She's still around, like Panhellenic Council. Did you guys know what Panhellenic was? Did nope. that mean anything to you? Don't know, don't it's care. The whole Greek, Didn't look Greek it up. system. <laughs> Next. Before we do best lines, can I do cringiest line? Sure. Okay. When they say, are you going to the, like, the rally? There'll be a lot of babes there. I was like, oh, God, cringe. Yeah, I uh, that cringy then, um, that looks like, uh, that look said you two are doing the sweet thing. 
Oh, God. Who says that? <laughs> I think Deshaun said that about Brandon. And yes, he did. Yes. I I mean, I already said it, but I didn't like when Brandon said, what do you say to Brenda? You're still a cool chick or you're the coolest chick. I don't know. The word chick really bothers me. Like, yeah. way more than vagina. Like, Wasn't as mad and that bothers me right up there. <laughs> what about Lucinda's denim on denim tied up? I like that look. I like although, that. Although she's kind of cringe for me. Does, this, does she say something it's about like a choke. younger younger man, bolder woman? Did she say bolder instead, instead of, of older? I didn't older. see that. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't hear I think it. We, I might have to like because I thought, oh, she did because she is that. That's her thing. Yeah, bolder, and it's sort Wait. of like bullying. She's very like, yeah. yeah. Can you guys explain to me? Sorry, I didn't get it. The everyone's doing it, like whatever. Even Charlie Chaplin, like I don't get it. Oh, Charlie Chaplin, I think was notorious for having m- many. Women? Am I wrong? Oh, uh, okay. And he has many children. I'm, I need. I weirdly, wow, <laughs> went but, down a Charlie Chaplin spiral like a few okay. months ago, where I just started Wikipediaing everything about him. I have no idea why I've never seen a Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> so that actually, I don't know why I did that. I think I wanted to know if any of his heirs were alive. I don't remember why I did it, but I think he might have. I- I'm gonna look that up. Or maybe, Lorraine, will you look that up if Charlie Chaplin was sort of notorious for, like... Being a player? Yeah. Wait, you guys, I have a question from bo- to both of you. Have you ever done it on a kitchen table? No. Because Lucinda asked Brandon. Jenny, dirty. Have you ever done it on a kitchen table? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Silence. Is it? Does the kitchen counter count as the table? Whoa, Jenny. Well, I had a really big island in my kitchen. and it- I don't believe you. She's such a notorious cleaner. You'd be like, no, no, I don't want story. any, no fluids on my kitchen counter. Oh, my God. And Wait, how Lorraine long says, did you scrub afterwards? Yeah, can you guys see what Lorraine said? Something about he was, he was very incorrigible for his advances towards women. Oh. Something like that. Inco- well, that's I get Charlie that right? Chaplin, but who cares? He boasted about his conquests. Ooh. It was just you know an lot- odd reference in a teen drama because uh-huh. I'm like, I'm an adult now and I still didn't yeah, get it. So ma- obviously a male, like, older male right. writer came up with that. And like from so long Chip ago. Chip Johansson was one of our younger writers though, right? Yeah, I don't remember now. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. with that line. Yeah, because that. <laughs> James Whitmore Jr. Mary Mullins is like here. Yeah. Here, yeah. Or James Whitmore Jr., the director, was no spring chicken, was he? <laughs> True. No. <laughs> I like you stray, you pay. That's mine. I love that one. Oh, shoot. Sorry, Jenny. I took it. I'm like, no, it's fine. I, I, I'm good. That was a good one. Wait, really fast before we go. Really fast. What did you think of the Kelly Steve? We didn't really dig into that. And there was a lot of Kelly Steve that I really liked. I'm a fan of them together. Yeah. Like, not together, air quotes, uh, but just, I, I don't know. They're I just believe like, the friendship, the history, mm-hmm. like. I like it. It feels so real when they're when they have scenes together. And it feels very brotherly, sisterly. It does. Yeah, like, and more love. than that, it feels, it feels deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ken yeah. and Barbie, like I'm into it. I'm there for it. <laughs> Ken and Barbie. Ken and Barbie. Oh my god! If they did the Ken and Barbie movie uh, that was with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. if they had done it, then it could have been <laughs> Jenny Garth and Ian Ziering. Well, that about wraps up this episode. Next week, we have Radar Love. What's your scores? Oh, Oh, shoot. 
dare you? Okay. Drum roll, please. We're going to go with this. Ready? Eight and a half. Uh, eight, eight well, and a half. Ten. Amy's like going ten. Two turntables and a microphone. Those okay. are like some titties and nips. Sorry. <laughs> but. I gave it a ten. Yeah. Ten for me. Amy gave it a ten. Wait, Jen. Me. So hmm. you, okay. You started this thinking maybe you didn't love it as much as some of the other episodes. And then you got it, gave it an 8.5. Well, I liked it because, you know, everybody was all together. You know, I love a, an episode I when know the you gang's do. all together. Did you guys see the extreme foreshadowing coming out of Brandon's drawer? No. No. Are you guys kidding me? Out of his drawer? What came yeah, out when of his he's, drawer? When he is packing to get away. You guys don't no. know what's happening? No. no. Say it. Say it. He said he's going camping. Yeah. And and he also even mentions it by name. Of, he, of what? He gives a shout out. I think, I th- I'm pretty sure, Emily. Oh, the picture. <gasps> he saw the picture coming. of Emily. Is he? Go- is she back on the show? He's going to San Francisco, right? No, no Brandon, oh. don't do it. Oh, God. wait, isn't she in the? Woo-woo? And uh, you'll what? see. Okay, and foreshadowing that it, I think it's happening soon, isn't it? Like David's frustration with Donna. Yeah, that she won't have sex with. Him. Oh man, you guys, I'm he- gonna have to sit out that episode. I'm gonna be so devastated. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. He cannot take it anymore. That poor kid. <laughs> I mean, blue balls are a thing. <laughs> Ew, <You're> gross. <laughs> totally. All right, you guys. On that note, I, good. I love. I mean, I can't wait to hear from everybody because I love this episode. Let Same. us know. Let us know. Yeah. All right, you guys. Have a great week. We love you. Bye. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.